Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to DraftKings Network. Ortiz fights it off center field. I can't circle. I don't have my telestrator today, but why? here comes a pizza. See it? <laughs> this is our fucking city. And nobody's gonna dictate our city. Stay strong. Welcome back to the Name Redacted Podcast, America's Most Beloved Podcast, the most downloaded Red Sox podcast in the world. We got Pete B in the house. Jake's here. And we have Tyler <laughs> Milliken. Woo! <laughs> this fucking guy is so happy tonight. Happy to be here. He's the happiest guy I've nope. ever... Look at that smile. 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 Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. All the right. The podcast just started and I've already yeah. shed two tears. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Before we came on, Tyler so shockingly was pouting. And I said, I'm not starting this podcast until, until I see a smile on that face. And I did. Saw it. You know it's bad when I text Jared during the game. I, I'm not someone to bother you during the game, but if, you can text if I'm me not feeling you want. well, but th- I, that's just me. Like I'm not a, I'm not a panic texter. Usually I'm sitting back when the sales stuff happened. That's when you get a text saying, I don't even remember what I said. I think I said I'm ill and yeah, I just kind of no, sat you, there. You said I'm aisle. <laughs> you did. I'm not great at grammar. Yeah, not, yeah. English isn't my first language. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Spanish-speaking Spanish. listeners of this podcast hate you. <laughs> <laughs> they, what do you mean? I think they, they're starting yeah. to connect with me a little bit. No, 
they think that you're insulting their language, which I I'm personally offended as well as, as Spanish is my second language now. No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Pete, how are you? I'm wonderful. Thanks for asking. Yeah, yeah, you look great. You got a new tattoo. I think we talked. Did we talk about that in the last episode? Yeah, I think we mentioned it. I was yeah. only on for uh, for about four minutes, but mm-hmm. we we did get to that. We did get to that. Uh, was did you nice watch little... the game tonight? Oh, no, definitely not. Okay. Did you watch any of the games this series? I haven't watched a single inning. Okay. Great work. Not one Thank pitch. You. That's what Pete's here for. <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> he's here to give the uh, the outsider's perspective. That's right. We, I, mean, I could not be more outside than I am right now. Yeah. Like people listen to this podcast are like the diehard Red Sox fans of the world. And we kind of got to get like a little temperature check on like, what do people think about the Red Sox that don't watch the Red Sox? And that's what Pete's here for. Yeah, it's like I uh, growing up, like I, I always had the friends that like I would I would talk to them about like Internet stuff, like uh-huh. being very, very online, being on Twitter all the time. And like my IRL friends, they'd be like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, mm. you get off the Internet, go touch grass. So I'm I'm like your touch grass representative on this podcast yeah absolutely and uh i don't know if you saw today peter but i posted a video of my completed gym in my house which means that i'm i'm waiting for you to to come over so we can make some some gym content together and also i want tyler to be involved jake you're you're more than welcome to join as well i think we should just have a name redacted gym program uh video series i'm in i need to let some of my anger out whatever i can do in the gym Give me something. Okay. All right. I mean, you, you got to stay consistent with it, though. I don't know if you can handle it. I'm the most consistent person you ever met. With the podcast, yes. But with the gym, you're over a 1,000 so far. You've never showed whoa. up. Whoa. 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 I've been I to mean, the gym a, 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 you know, a handful of times this year. Not to the fucking Rocket Performance Center. You haven't been it sh- there. It just opened. Uh, I've been working out there for a while. I mean, I'm, I'm down there with all the spiders and shit. Like oh, now you got a spider problem? Uh, I did at first, but I think we've got it under control. I, I'm used to living amongst the spiders. When I lived in Bill Ricca, I would wake up every morning and go to my bathroom and open up the shower stall, and there would be just a huge spider web with a gigantic spider in my shower every day. I would kill it, wake up, start over the next day. It's same, Not the same spider, probably his cousin or relative, and he would just be in there. You open up my closet, spiders oh all over God. the place. Ew. What yeah, the just, fuck are you doing? Spider-Man. I don't know. I mean, I just, I'd, I'd take spiders. When I lived in Arlington, I had centipedes. And oh, my God, centipedes are disgusting. Why did you have centipedes? Because it was like a garden level apartment. Like it was like technically under under like the ground level. Uh-huh. And I guess that's like really uh, centipedes are, are very frequent in those types of apartments. Mm. And boy, I, I really hated it. You know what I hated even <laughs> more? I hate the people that fucking say like, don't worry about it. Centipedes are actually good. They eat the fucking bad bugs fuck or whatever. Them. Dude. Isn't that what they say about spiders? Yeah, fuck all spiders. of that. That's what they say about Yeah, no, fuck it. I'm with Tyler. Fuck all of that. Yeah, spiders I don't eat the mosquitoes. Want... How many fucking mosquitoes are in my house, dude? What? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. I have a bit of a spider kingdom problem in my house as well. And that's where so some of my fears come from. You were judging me the entire time for having spiders. And meanwhile, you're just living in a pile of spiders. Jared, you're rich. <laughs> you have no excuse. Um, I mean, this, it's a brand new house, but it's, it's I, like my backyard is wood. So like naturally, I'm going to have some some critters in here. Well, that, that's what my issue is here in Brockton. I live in a woody area and mm-hmm. over, you know, a couple months ago, I went down to my basement and you know the basement. It's taken some damage over the years, so there's some openings. Right. Um, and some openings? <laughs> there's some, there's you, some openings. You, you have just uh, like 
gaping holes in your house? I wouldn't call them gaping you holes, but I'd say, definitely you know, figure that out. Missing tiles, missing pieces. Dude, um, what? It's complicated. Um, <laughs> please, no one break into the basement at my house, please. Uh, but I'm there was a. I mean, I don't want to. There's spiders uh, in there. Well, yeah, not you guys, but who knows? Or the mm-hmm. spiders might be listening right now. Shout out the spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was one, a massive one, like the size of my hand. I don't know if we get widows. Is that what they're called around here? The big ones? Black widows. Uh, no, black widows will kill you, dude. What are you talking uh, about? Yeah. This those, looked like a black widow if I've ever you. seen it. it. This this looked like one. Yeah. Um. You know, you've heard about those hornets that come here sometimes from other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Well, we took a vacuum cleaner and we sucked it up. Okay. Like like off the wall and then we released it that way. But Holy it died shit. in the vacuum cleaner. Uh, so you, another animal that you've killed. <laughs> Spiders aren't animals. Uh, yes, they are. Funny story. The, the first night that I moved into my house in Quincy, there was a fucking cricket in my kitchen <laughs> and, oh, and I didn't it. see I didn't see it. But I was like uh, it was like in like a, a woody area, like on the water. And so I the it was my first night in there. So I was like, damn, the crickets in this part of town are fucking loud as hell. <laughs> it sounds like they're in the house. Yeah. And then like I went into the kitchen 10 minutes later and there's a fucking cricket on the floor. It was so fucking loud. Yeah, I ended up having to kill play. it, but holy shit, that thing was like indestructible. Yeah, I tried to kill it like nine times. My my favorite spider story is 10 years ago, uh, and I know that it was 10 years ago because it, I grew out my beard for the 2013 Red Sox. So I had a big ass bushy beard for the 2013 World Series, and it was getting out of control. So I go downstairs and I was like, all right, fine, I'll trim it. Like they won the World Series. It's over. I go downstairs and I trim my beard so it's nice and tight like this. I come back upstairs and I'm in the kitchen. My parents are sitting at the dinner table and I was like, how's it look? And then my mom was like, it looks real. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, that spider it looks real. Oh. And there's a gigantic spider on my chest. <laughs> and I was like, get it off of me. <laughs> yeah, I'm Jesus just, Christ. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not phased by spiders. I'm a man of the spiders. Um, I'm one with the spiders. You can't, you can't live in fear of the spiders. Cause that, every day like, I do. It's almost like uh, they can sense your fear. So it's almost like a like a German shepherd, like a German shepherd wants to rip your face off because they can smell your fear. But if you don't fear them, then they're just like, all right, yeah, he's cool with the spiders. If you don't fear them, it's like, I got you, man. I'm going to kill all the other bugs in this house for you. You're my guy. I got you. But if you fear them, then you like I mean, hype them up and they're like, yeah, let's get this guy when he's I can do run in the mill spiders. But the spiders that Tyler's talking about sound like they're like fucking just Oh no! Like, this was not one like you could like just smash. Like we used one of those sucky things. Like it wasn't like, like, like a vacuum. Called the vacuum. Yeah. sucky things. No, not like a regular this one dude, though. You know, like the this movable fucking guy ones. gets arrested because back. he goes into Target. And he's like, "Hey, I'm trying to get one of those sucky things." And they're like, <laughs> "Whoa!" He's like, "No, I'm talking about a vacuum." No, they're called vacuums, Tyler. Uh, all I'm saying, and I don't have a history hurting dogs or killing dogs or anything yes, like did. that. You killed a dog. I did not kill a dog, but yeah. like I could picture myself choking out a German shepherd if I had to. What, what the <laughs> fuck? What is no, wrong like, with you? <laughs> Summer, in, a come here. A, in a case of emergency. Summer. In a I'm case not doing of, it for no. fun. No, no, no. German shepherd Summer, would take here. you down easy, dude. Well, I can't choke. How do you choke out a spider? Tyler. Uh, 
Look at that. Say it to her face. Yeah, you no, say it to her face. No, yeah. she's beautiful. Summer. I yeah. would never Summer. choke you out. Tyler Summer wants yet. to choke you to death. <laughs> no. Yeah. Dude, you have murderous rage against dogs. What is this? I love dogs. I'm no, a dog you guy. You've killed one and now you want to kill him again. My dog was murdered in cold blood. Okay. By you? Yeah. Not by me. Okay. By a murder in a car. Mm-hmm. Fuck that person. Yeah. That's like that's like pushing someone off a cliff and being like, the cliff killed this person. <laughs> how how could the cliff do this? The salt in my wound right now. The salt in my wound. Hit it out of the park this baseball season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet on your favorite teams, players, and rivalries all season long. This week, new customers can place $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can take a shot at a bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Open up the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. You can opt in, place your stepped-up same-game parlay uh, by combining three or more bets from any big league game. Boost your baseball winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. All you got to do, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Sign up with the promo code Jared, J-A-R-E-D. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code Jared. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Well, that was a nice little diversion from uh, the news. It's really no news, but it's that's almost worse. The the not uh, knowing is the hardest part. That's kind of a John Mayer line, but not really. It's part. It's it was a hybrid John Mayer line, but not knowing right now. I'm that's probably going to be my last thought before I fall asleep tonight. Is and and that's not even the that's. I don't want to call it the tip of the iceberg, but that's not the only item on the list of things to be concerned about. Um, the Jaron Duran thing in center field. He hit his head fucking hard, dude. Like he's going to he's going to stay in the game because he's got caveman brain to begin with. Like He's just like, yeah, no, I'm good. No, no, no. I lift weight. I'm good. Like he's he's going to stay in the game because that's that's his DNA. That's who he is. But the Chris Sale stuff, I'm not. Listen, I'm not hitting the panic button. I'm not. I cannot react until I am faced with definitive news. I'm not going to sit here and speculate. I'm not going to say, oh, that looked bad. I'm not going to say Chris Sale coming out of the game. Uh, we've, we've been down this road before. Not going to do it. Not playing that game. I, I don't know if you guys feel differently. All, all we know, like if we're being honest, it's going to be an IL stunt, right? Like I, I think just based off the way Cora was kind of saying it after the game. Um, there's clearly something's not right, whether it's going to just need to be, you're hoping it's 15 days and not something way longer. I think when you get scared, you start thinking about 2019. The last time we remember Chris sale and shoulder problems and how that stuff kind of all developed, but there's both ways, right? Even the broadcast kind of talked about it. The last pitch he threw was what? 96. So like, you know, he's staying in the game. He's trying to pitch through it against Nick Senzel. Um, I don't know. It's scary. Who knows? But yeah, you, you can't go all the way off the deep end. I saw some people being like, oh, it's cooked. Like, you know, this is the end. We all knew Chris Sale was going to be done. You know, who knows if we'll ever see him again. 
no, I'm not going to go that far. But for a team that needs Chris Sale and has a very thin margin, at least for, you know, we can talk about the near future, the next couple of weeks, when you have the Rays and the Yankees coming up, mm. this is probably the last thing possible you could really afford with this team right now. Because you finally had stability in the rotation a bit. Yeah. Uh, Pete, as someone who just found out about this, uh, how do you feel? Uh, I mean, honestly, I didn't even know Chris Sale was pitching for this team. So it's like a <laughs> yeah. nice surprise that he was pitching for this mm-hmm. team. He's back. Uh, and hopefully it stays that way. Yeah. Well, it's not. Uh, he came out of the game in the fourth inning with an injury. Uh, it's the shoulder. They're going to get an MRI tomorrow. We're going to hear more about it. Um, Jake, where are you at mentally? I know that uh, we haven't we haven't talked much since the Celtics loss. And now we have Chris Sale on top of that, uh, preceded by two losses to the Cincinnati Reds. And now this, but even though it Red Sox won, you know, Red Sox won the game. But at, at what cost? Yeah, it's been a pretty tough week. Um, <laughs> yeah, the sale stuff sucks. I'm not going to like sit here and overreact and say he's done for the season or I'm not going to say he's totally fine. We just got to wait. I guess to hear from the MRI, but I'm um, really, really hoping we get some good news because it's just been brutal here for the last like four days. Mm-hmm. Even going back to the Bruins, Pete. Not yeah. Good. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Much appreciated. Yeah. Well, I mean, it happened. I per- personally went on with my life the next day. I, I wanted them to win. I was rooting for the old, old oh. town team. Um, puck. Yep. Love that puck, but they didn't get the job done and. Celtics didn't get the job done, and now Chris Hill is hurt. I, I, we need to turn the vibes around. We need to turn the vibes around. This is uh, obviously it's the it's the lead story tonight. Uh, after the Red Sox defeated the Cincinnati Reds by a score of eight to two, it's great. Big Can't we eight. enjoy just like a win without something like this happening? No, like, like were, were we not through enough the last couple of days watching what happened in Game One and Game Two? Once again, collapsing against a team that you were significantly better than. Or did they collapse or did they just kind of come up short? No, I, I think there was some collapsing in there. I, I in think there was one, some that was crapping like, your pants where you're not playing just normal defense. Kike Hernandez, two errors. What, what, what are we doing here? Well, even Joely Rodriguez out there. What are we doing here? The guy threw frigging 16 strikes out of 36 pitches. And we're just watching him attempt to get through that outing. And then yeah, game two. You shit your pants because Rafael Devers can't get the first out of the inning out or, you know, over a third base. And then Josh Winkowski gives up a two run bomb before you know it. You lose five, four when it should probably be a four, three win. Mm-hmm. You shit on yourself this series. And that's kind of been, you know, the ups and downs. The team just hasn't fired on all cylinders since really the Cardinal series. They've been up and down. Yeah. Some nights you, you've won series because, you know, certain things work. You get a big outing from Chris Sale. The offense kind of explodes for seven runs. but. We haven't had a stretch of consistent baseball in weeks. That's fair. Yeah, it kind of does go back to that Cardinal series where you should have taken two out of three, but instead you lose two out of three. Uh, but this series in particular felt very winnable. Uh, you more than likely... I mean, this, this should have been another one where you took two out of three. They should have won that first game. Fine. You, you, don't, you can't say, oh, if, this went, if the bad things didn't happen, then only the good things stand out. You would have won. You should have won that first game. You score eight runs. You should win that ball game. And not only that, but like in the fashion that it happened, you have the tying run 90 feet away at third base. And I know that people are coming for uh, Tristan Casas and Bobby Dahlbeck's been lighting it up uh, down in AAA. I had the numbers this morning. He homered again. Like I, I tweeted the number. Let me let me just read those numbers. Because I, I AAA it. and spring training, Bobby Dahlbeck. He hit five home runs in a row at the Banger League level in 
2020. No one wants to talk about that. Uh, How many years ago was that? Since since getting sent down on May 16th, Bobby Dalbeck hitting 377 with a 1279 OPS. That's a 468 on base, an 811 slug, seven homers, two doubles, 16 RBI in 14 games. He also stole three bases, and that's not updated. Uh, he went two for five tonight with a home run. So now that's eight home runs in 15 games for Bob. And again, I'm not advocating for a swap of Bobby for Tristan. I think uh, he has been better than I think the surface numbers would suggest. But how long can you go through? I mean, he technically he's improving, right? Like if you look at the April numbers compared to the May numbers, like he's incrementally improving. I got him right here, Jared, if you want to hear him. Please do. Yeah, so we're just talking May. It's 257, 338, 429. That's a 766 OPS, 107 way to runs created plus. That's yeah. kind of like, you know, it's for a young average. player figuring it out, that's what you're looking for. Sure, you know, fine. I don't think anyone expected. Sander Bogarts was a below league average hitter his first 300 games in the big leagues. Like, it, it takes time. Not everyone's going to show up here and be this elite player off rip. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it, it's, I, I think uh, it kind of just goes back a few years i think that's maybe why red sox fans are a little impatient with casas is because you know you had bobby dahlbeck struggled there you bring in eric hosmer that was a dud schwarber who obviously performed offensively but was not good defensively and he's also not a first baseman like they've basically just been putting this goes all the way back to mitch moreland in 2019 like that was the last time you had a legit first baseman there and people are kind of running out of patience at the position it's not Casas's fault like if you look at the numbers yeah above average okay like what do you what do you expect from a kid that's you know two months into his big league career it's not gonna be an all-star right away some guys are some guys come up and they set the world on fire but that's a very rare thing and it's unfair to put on Tristan to just be like hey come up here and be the savior of this offense and they don't even need a savior I think I saw stats tweet the fucking numbers today about the Red Sox offense in May compared to April and it's almost identical so it's and but that was that was when i was confused when stats gets confused that's when i get confused because i saw the conversation that he had where the offense in terms of like weighted runs created plus and like ops and all that shit it was identical may to april but april was better than may and it's like well the pitching was better in may than it was in april so why weren't the red sox better in may than they were in april and the I guess the 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 theory would be that the Red Sox lucked into some wins in April and they gave away games in May, like the Cardinals fucking games. Like they just gave those away. <clears throat> this game against the Reds, they, the first game, they just gave that away. Like that that's a game that you fucking win or you should win if you're a good team. Um, so yeah, I understand the frustration. Um, I don't necessarily. Look at when when you get to Memorial Day, that's the that's the golden standard in baseball. Oh, when you get to Memorial Day, you kind of know what you have with this team. I still don't really know what I have in this team because April was different than May. And the rotation was getting to a point where it's like, all right, this is the intended rotation. Like we haven't had a long stretch with the intended rotation. Now, Chris Sales hurt. So we're not going to have a long stretch, at least right now, with the intended rotation. You're still waiting for Adam Duvall. Like that might be what? A, less than two weeks before he's back here. June 9th. He played again tonight. Less than two weeks before he's back here. 
And then Trevor Story, you're going to be getting some time in the, I don't want to say relatively near future, but it's not too far down the line where you get Trevor Story. And I believe Cora publicly said, like, that's your shortstop. When he comes back, that's Trevor Story is your shortstop. Yeah. So, and the people bitching about that. Like, I've never missed, like, am I missing something? Like the fact that he got his elbow fixed, you realize that's why he couldn't play shortstop anymore, right? It was never a range thing. We saw Trevor Story's range last year. We saw it before then when he was in Colorado. The guy's an athlete. He's one of the Mm -hmm. better athletes in the entire sport. If he has a good elbow, he's an above average defensive shortstop. It's not even a conversation. It's a a first impression thing. Like that's all it is. When when Trevor Story comes in and the narrative is like, this guy can't make throws. He's not going to be a shortstop, blah, 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 blah. They're not looking underneath the hood and saying, oh, it's because of his elbow. Well, he got his elbow fixed. So maybe judge him when, when he gets back. And if he's, you know, not carrying in his weight defensively, then you can make a judgment. But to, to pass judgment on Trevor's story, the shortstop, it's more it's that it's the first impression. And it's, oh, that that's the guy that they signed as the backup for Xander Bogarts. And then they didn't sign him. So now he's just the, the default shortstop. It's, it's unfair to story. It's unfair to need, story. Need Coley's thoughts. Coley was the most aggressive hater of Trevor Story playing shortstop I've ever encountered. Yeah, but I I think even him, like it always came down to the arm strength thing and the numbers were there to kind of back it up. We've said them a million times on this podcast. If the elbow's right, what's the conversation? It's like the one thing that's holding him back there is he couldn't make the throws. Well, healthy elbow, you should be able to make the throws. If we watch pitchers today, James Paxson's throwing fucking 98 out there. Like James Paxson wasn't throwing 98 before his elbow went out. You know why? Because he got his elbow fixed and it's better than ever. That's kind of the Tommy John process for most guys at this point. Not everybody, but a majority. I know he had the interior brace procedure. It's a little different, but supposed to give you the same effect here. It's the old Henry Rowan Gardner. Yeah. Yeah. A little throwback for the kids. Or for the adults, I should say. Tyler, you know that reference? Rookie of the year. Yeah. Okay, great. There you go. Nice. Let's go. Yeah. Tyler Willard. No, eh. you were due for a dub. Shut up. You were due for a dub. Do you blame me for picking a sweep for the yes. way the series yeah. went? Oh, yeah. By the way, yeah, you're suspended. Uh, why? Hold on. Do not play it because then it becomes real. Breaking news. Tyler Milliken has been suspended indefinitely during the predictions from predicting a sweep for the Boston Red Sox because every time he predicts a sweep, the Red Sox lose a series effective immediately. Tyler Milliken suspended from predicting a sweep. Now, not to push the accountability off of me because I'm all about accountability. This is your fault. Why? You bitched. And Jake will bitch. back me up on this. I didn't, I didn't you bitch. bitched about me picking two out of three. You're like, oh, all Tyler <laughs> Milliken gets his all Tyler Milliken gets is pick two up. out of threes because he's a big old pussy. He won't no, ever no, no, pick no. two out of three Tyler, or anything other Tyler, than two out of three. Tyler, I pick a sweep. Tyler, this is how you react. Tyler, I wasn't bitching. I was pointing out the Section 10 Reddit saying that you only go two out of three. Jake, did I bitch? No, there was no bitching involved. <laughs> I didn't bitch at all, Tyler. I said if you wanted to pick a sweep, you could. Uh, and you obviously did. And the Red Sox lost the series. And maybe that's why they lost. I, I can't I can't risk finding out if that's why I'm not going to sit here and say that that's why I don't know that that would be ridiculous to put that all on you. But I do know that this podcast has powers. They are often unexplainable. Uh, you know, we say 
hey, if the Red Sox start the season 17 and 10, they'll make the playoffs. Well, they fucking started 17 and 10 and they made the playoffs. Sometimes there's evil powers like June 28th. Say, hey, you know, when, when June 28th, look out. And that's when the season went to shit. You, you have to, with, with great power comes great responsibility. John F. Kennedy said that. And it's, it's one of those things that I can't risk it. Um, I wish you the best of luck in predicting series from here on out without the ability to predict a sweep. As a member of John F. Kennedy Elementary School, I don't, I don't take anything Elementary to fact. When, when was John F. Kennedy yeah. assassinated? What was the date? 1954. No. What was the month? Give me the month. October. No. July? No. June. November 22nd, 1963. Uh, I was close. No, you weren't. As a member of John F. Kennedy fucking elementary school, you should know that. Fair point. Okay. Just want, want that established. So. All right. That's the new rule. No more, no more sweeps for Tyler. Um, not that you would have picked one this weekend, I presume. But you don't know. Now, now we'll never know. Now we'll never know. Nah, I might have picked a, I might have picked a sweep against the Tampa Bay Rays this week. They're going to play them in the four games. What, what do I have? A, my Spanish I, accent. Is that what I, I might, hear? I might have picked them to win four straight against the Tampa Bay Rays. I would have done that. Your impressions get worse by the day. That's what you sound like. That, that one Grow sounds up. pretty good. Yeah. Shut up, Pete. <laughs> yeah. Sounds pretty yeah. good from my end. Yeah. 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 Jake, was that spot on? Jake. Sounded just like him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Cut like that I, fucking shit out right I've now. Been, hey, I, hey, I've been workshopping that one. That's that sounds like Tyler Milliken on a black and white TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> I'm not going to stand for this today. Yeah. Hey, uh, Tyler, are you going to any of the games this weekend? No, I'm not. Oh. What? <laughs> what? what was that? Nothing. I'm just, hey, I'm just asking. I'm just asking if you're going. That's all. Pete, how many games have you been to this year? Feel like you haven't gone any four four yeah Tyler how many you been to uh it's you know I've been there so many nights that you lose kind of track of Tyler I don't, know. I, I don't know it's been a lot Tyler this guy what? doesn't even know how to spell baseball he's been to more games than you how many games have you been to you're talking to me zero yeah. I know how to spell baseball spell it <laughs> no you don't Pete <laughs> B E I S B O L yeah best Spanish okay. speaker on the podcast yeah. Pete Blackbird yeah. Baseball. Yeah. So Pete has been to four times as many games as the Red Sox podcast guy. Dumbest he, thing I've ever heard you say. That's, that's also that's incorrect. That is very dumb. Four <laughs> times zero is zero. A idiot. Jared Carabas. That's not true. What's zero times four? Zero. Jake, what's zero times four? He just said it. <laughs> it's zero. You're an idiot. He's been to four games. You've been to zero games. At least I can do math. I, it's a bad look for you. Did you learn bad that look for you? John F. Kennedy Elementary School? <laughs> At least we had math class. Yeah. I'm just saying you should be embarrassed. And I, again, it's I would love to take you. I want to I be I want to be at your first baseball game this summer at some point. I'm I am in the process. I have tickets that I need to pick out for my birthday still. When's your birthday? It was in May. Okay. Pete, you wish me a happy birthday. You don't remember? <laughs> oh, I do remember that, actually. Thank you. Did he text you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What did you say? Just have HBD? 
I no. definitely didn't say HBD. It was a That's, long I'd, message. I'd rather, I'd rather somebody not wish me a happy birthday than send me HBD. Yeah, me oh. too. Pete talked about some of our favorite moments together and, you know, what I mean to him. And honestly, it was one of my favorite messages I got that day. I'm a good, I'm a good happy birthday wisher. Yeah. Who was the first person to wish you happy birthday, Tyler? Uh, <laughs> Chris Cotillo. No. No? No. Who was it? He was the first person to sing to you. I was the first person to say happy birthday. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah. So yeah, it was you, Jared. You're a great friend. Thank you. Just want people to know that. A friend that Actually, I'm going to go to a baseball game with. I hope so. I, I got to say that Jake is the best happy birthday wisher. Uh, I remember him texting me on my birthday last year and said, happy birthday. I hope your dog dies. <laughs> why, did he, why, why did he say that? I think that was shortly after my dog shit on my carpet. And I was quite <laughs> mad about it. And he was just sending me good vibes saying, I hope your dog dies. Got it. Got it. I can get behind that. Yeah. It yeah. was it was well and it was well intended. Yeah. We are a pro dog podcast, by the way. For sure. I don't know. Shout that out the dogs. Might get that. Yeah. The ones that are alive and not here. <laughs> <laughs> Dead dogs funny to you, Tyler? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah not funny. Not funny to me. Yeah. Well, you laughed. Yeah, roll the tape. There was a hearty laugh from Tyler Milliken after <laughs> yeah. the mention of dead dogs. Mm-hmm. It's I'm holding the tears back. Yeah, that's what you, that is. You know, you know the type of person that would laugh after a sentence like that. Someone that feels like they got away with it. <laughs> I, I did said, not he, get away with anything. He, he's he's the he's the OJ Simpson of the dog community. <laughs> he is. All I know is my puppy outside my door is very healthy and happy right now. Yeah, until for now, until it's not. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break and talk about Zinn Nicotine Pouches. We're always talking about what a team needs to get to number one, but Zinn Nicotine Pouches are already there. Zinn has helped millions of people achieve a lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. If you're a smoker or you're a dipper looking to make a change, look no further than Zinn. Zinn is made with six simple ingredients and is available in a wide range of varieties, including spearmint, citrus, and even coffee. And it's available in two strengths so you can control your nicotine satisfaction. Because it's discreet, you can enjoy it anywhere, anytime, so you never have to miss a moment of the game. Plus, every can of Zinn earns you points towards premium items like tailgating gear, top-of-the-line tech, Zinn swag, even gift cards. Find your Zinn at your local convenience store or online at Zinn.com. That's Zinn, Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Um, Socks. All right. The (laughs) first game of the series. What a kick in the dick that was. Red Sox were losing, what, eight to nothing at one point? Start yes. chipping away in the bottom of the seventh, a little three spot there, fucking a five run bottom of the the second, the second that like you get within one and the tying run is on third base, I know they're not winning that game. Like the it would have to be something where it's nine to six 
and then someone hits a three-run homer to tie it. There's no way that you can score five runs in the bottom of the ninth when you were down eight to nothing, get within one, have a runner on third base, and win that game. It just was never happening. Like the the it, That game never passed the vibe check. I never got my hopes up. I, I hope you didn't either, Tyler. No, I, and like I sat there. I think I tweeted it out in the ninth. I was like, don't give me hope. Uh, I was like, because we were all sitting there that whole game, and it was just constant kicks in the dick. Like after you go down eight nothing, they score three runs the following inning. It's like if that had happened an inning earlier, it probably completely changes Alex Cora's bullpen usage. And really, I had thought overall Cora's done a really good job managing the bullpen this year. The only other time I've really complained was the Kenley Jansen back to back days when he blew that second save against the Cardinals. I don't understand why he waved the white flag so early. I like I could have understood if you're playing maybe the Rays or the Yankees and you're like, hey, like it is what it is. We're kind of down here. It's for nothing. Let's tip our cap and kind of let it play. But you entered that seventh inning down three nothing against the Reds. This is not a good baseball team. This is a team you are definitely better than, at least from a talent level. The records are somewhat close, which is surprising. But, you know, you're you let Joely Rodriguez go out there and he walks three guys in that inning and a run comes across. He walks a run in and you're still leaving him out there. Like he's not throwing strikes whatsoever. You had Ryan Sheriff who's up because Corey Kluber's on paternity leave. Just throw him out there. Cause I'll be real with you. I think he's better than Joely Rodriguez. He's definitely better than Richard Blyer who's still out. Um, I, I think Ryan Sheriff has looked pretty solid since coming up with the Red Sox over these two stints mm. and core just rolled with Joely until he gives up that grand slam. Then in what the eighth inning, you have the ball go off of Duran's glove in center field. It made a weird turn. I, I know the broadcast was talking about it with the wind or whatever, kind of bent away from him. And then that run scores and that ends up being the difference. It just felt like if there was a night maybe where you could have walked that middle line, if you had the John Schreiber's of the world still in this bullpen and healthy, that's probably the kind of option you go to. Instead, lower leverage arms are getting pushed. And Joely's just been very unimpressive so far. And I felt like it was a moment where Cora should have had a quicker hook there. And maybe you let those runs score. And we're talking about taking two out of three and kind of winning a game that was similar to tonight on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I remember, uh, I think it was last night, the middle game where I was listening to the, the radio broadcast and like you go Paxton for five and then Cutter. Like, when do we ever see Cutter and Winkowski pitching the same game or back to back like that? And you got Martin. Um, Will Fleming was like, Cora is deploying the bullpen. Like, we need this baseball game. Um, and they lose that one too. <coughs> um, and we heard tonight that they had guys going that were not supposed to pitch. Yeah. Like they, they were on the emergency list because they needed the game. Mm-hmm. And you have Wink going out there again, who shout out to him and what he was able to give you. Pavetta as well. Both of those yeah. guys stepping up and giving you something when you needed it. Yeah. Um, but that's where you kind of sit and you know, you're short. You do you losing John Schreiber. That's the impact because that guy you used to pull in and he was kind of your firearm. Someone you could say we can save Martin and Jansen. Like those are our eighth and ninth inning guys. If we need to push someone like Schreiber, we can, and then we'll figure it out with the Winkowski's of the, you know, in the cutter Crawford's now a Pavetta. You don't have that luxury anymore. Well, cutter didn't look right either. Uh, no, he wasn't throwing strikes and that hasn't been him all year. He walked the first two guys he faced. No, but he also, what he got drilled in the ankle with that comebacker. 
So whatever his routine normally is, I can't imagine he was able to do it in the time between getting hit in the ankle and then appearing in that middle game. Uh, so paint, I guess paint me not concerned about Cutter Crawford and that that performance. Um, Milo was but, there and everything wasn't like the stuff was down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not worried about Cutter Crawford, but uh, that second game. Yeah. Like, like I said earlier, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, that that should have been a sweep. Like that should have been a sweep. Yeah, it it kind of should have, but you can't. You can't just fucking say that. Like it's a. Uh, you look at the Jolie Rodriguez's of the world, and I tweeted out the stat after that game that night, because <clears throat> after Jolie stunk up the joint, I was like, man, I feel like the Red Sox haven't had a dependable lefty all year. Like who have they called upon as a lefty that you felt good about him going out there? And the we had that is, like week and a half of Bernardino. <laughs> Yeah, 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 but yeah, like like in Baltimore, like he was good, and then he kind of he kind of unraveled pretty quickly after that. He had a hot week, but the entire group of Red Sox lefties ranked 29th in FIP in the big leagues. Like they stink, and it. it I don't know. I mean, it, like, who does is that? Is that a is that a Heim Bloom thing? Sure. Like, you, you know, you don't go out there and get a, a legit lefty. I mean, you trade Matt Barnes to bring in Blyer and he stinks. And yeah, it's a and then you you, you bring in Jolie thinking that he's going to give you something. He's given you next. He's been a net negative. He's given you next to nothing. Um, so that, that's I, something that they're going to have to address. You need a dependable lefty somewhere. And I'm looking at Rodriguez right now. And the reality is the Velo's still down. It hasn't looked like that. We all remember the first spring training outing where he's just pumping heat. And that was before the oblique injury and everything. It's just not there. And I don't know if they're hoping over time, you know, more outings, it's going to come. It just, it's, it's not there so far. And I think if you're, you know, on the Red Sox side of things right now, Ryan Sheriff deserves some serious consideration because he's looked good. He looks like he's handled the job. Um, And I'm not telling you he's going to be great, but Richard Blyer can't even get lefties out. So, like, what what is the conversation with him when he comes back? Like, if yeah. you just can't do the bare minimum for your role, you're fucked. And the other part is Chris Murphy, who had been starting at AAA, a lefty. You know, they were hoping maybe he'd eventually take that step as a starter. He didn't. He made his first relief appearance tonight for the Woo Sox. So maybe that becomes a name as the year goes along that they say, we'll try him and see what it works. Brandon Walter's still starting down there, but. You don't have a lot of options. That's just the reality of the situation right now. And your boy, uh, what's his fucking name? Zoltan Mesco? Drohan. Yes. Yeah. He's gotten his tits lit down there since he got promoted yeah. to AAA. He, he's going through a learning curve. What Walks. are those numbers? Very bad. Uh, last start. Zoltan well, Mesco is the Patriots. Player. I know. I was like, what are you? I thought <laughs> you were saying a, Scott Zolak. I was like, what the hell throwback. are you talking about? Um, but yeah, here we go. Through three starts over at AAA so far, it's a 6.59 ERA. And the weird part about the last start, which ended up being his best one in terms of just runs and everything. Uh, yeah, he went, what is it? Six innings here. He walked, if I can find strikeouts. Yeah, he walked six guys. And this is a guy who's had very good control so far this year. So What's he's kind of, I don't know, he just not throwing strikes, but he only gave up one run. It was his best start or zero earn, earn runs, just one run overall. Just not ideal. He, he's young. Like we're, we're talking about a pitcher just getting to AAA. There's going to be bumps. 24 this year. So he's like the same age as Winkowski. Yeah, basically. He's been up here for now two years. Yeah, but Winkowski, when he came up last year, was what? 24 himself? 
he's 24 right now. I don't know when his birthday is. Let me see. Yeah, age 25 season this year. He was 24 last year. Okay. So, and, and Drohan's a little bit of a late bloomer. That's yeah. the other part of that here. He wasn't so. expected to be here. No, he just got to AAA. Like, I'm not yeah. expecting that guy to be ready to contribute yet. Maybe he gives you a spot start down the stretch if you need it. Um, but yeah, you're just from a lefty standpoint, when we're talking at the trade deadline, a move, a smaller one you can make. That's probably the kind of move you're talking about. Go find a lefty that, you know, they're not expensive, but someone who gives you that in the bullpen that you can lean on. Yeah. Imagine if it was Chapman. No. I don't even want to imagine that reality. I think you just delete your Twitter account. I would be upset. I would be upset. Not but worth I, it. I mean, wouldn't that's kind of that kind of like fits the MO recently. I mean, they bring in uh, <laughs> fucking Reyes. Steroid guy. Dollar Tree. Slap slapdick. You know, it's like, you know, I'm not advocating for it. I don't I don't want to roll this Chapman on the team. That would, that would really make me upset. But uh, you need lefty help. And, you know, he's on the Royals. I, hey, I don't want it. You have to delete a lot of tweets. No, nah, I'd keep them there. I don't care. I would root against them. I don't give a fuck. I think he I think he knows how I feel about him. Or maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I don't I know. know. A lot, a lot you of think he's aware? What? Do you think he's aware? Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Like, well, the way he handled things with New York at the end of last year, I'd say, yeah, he is aware. Maybe. I mean, he's on Twitter. Like, I know that uh, it's not usually the players that hear it or see it. It's usually like the friends or the wives or the girlfriends and they see it and they're like, who's this motherfucker? Like, I know that Garrett Cole knows that I chirp him all the time. (laughs) I know that. He doesn't even have Twitter, does he? No, he does. He's just not really active on it. But. Yeah, like I, like I, I've, I got into like an argument with like a Yankee fan like a couple of years ago. They're like, "Oh, you think that Garrett Cole knows who you are?" I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know he does. Um, but yeah, no, I don't even want to entertain the idea of Rollis Chapman on this baseball team. But they do need lefty help. Uh, that's kind of like one of their glaring issues. I was, I don't want to say surprised, but encouraged to hear Alex Cora say, "We are not a good defensive baseball team." Being honest. Yeah. Like that's how many games, especially just in this series alone. How many games have you lost this season because of poor defense? I think that's going back to your point, Jared, like 15 minutes ago or whatever. But what's the difference, right? The offense is doing its job. It feels like the starting pitching has been better. I think it's a combination of some things not breaking your way. You're giving games away and then defensive mistakes and big moments or that kind of, you know, change the whole outlook of a game. You did that multiple times in this series. Like, and there's really no excusing it away. It's just kind of what it is. And Kike, listen, I've been very hard on him, and I think it's been deserved. He has 11 errors. He had gone four weeks before that two-error game. So, or four weeks without making a single error. So he's been better overall. It's just, I think Tristan Casas has not been as good as we had hoped defensively at first. Valdez, not really hitting much. I know he hit a homer yesterday, but his bat's taken a step back. He is rough as it gets at second base. But outside of him, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's shortstop second and first that you look at. Like Duran's played a fine center field this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I think better than fine. Verdugo's been great and right. Yoshida has his limitations, but 
made a huge play in that first game to save a run from Bayo. When has uh, Yoshida ever stood out as like, man, he should have caught that, or that was a bad throw, or that was a bad route to the ball? Like, I, I have, he hasn't stood out to me at all. No, there was one play earlier in the year, first couple series, I remember that was a little awkward, but that was it. And he plays the ball well off the monster. And then you mm-hmm. have Connor Wong, who's been good behind the plate. I, I think it's just Valdez at second base. Like the reason he's playing as much as he is, it's injuries. And you should get Christian Arroyo back maybe this weekend. So mm-hmm. that's another piece. But Kike at short, second base with Valdez and Casas at first. That's really where the issues are defensively. And Kike, you hope Trevor Story will take that spot. So that fixes that. And Yu Chang, dude, say what you will. The Red Sox told you how they felt about Kike Hernandez as a player and his defense when Yu Chang was healthy. They were good. They said, Yu Chang, you're going to be our starting shortstop. We don't care if you hit fucking 50 out there. Oh, 50. You play a great short, and that's what we need on this pitching staff. You know why? Because this entire pitching staff is not swing and miss. It's weak contact. It's balls and plays. If you can't make the plays, you're going to lose games. And that's why you lost the first two games or a big part of it. You need to make the right defensive plays. That's what it comes down to. And that's what this Red Sox team needs. Unfortunately, Injuries have put them in a bad spot at two of those positions. And they're up the middle. When you always talk about how strong you are up the middle, telling you how good you are as a baseball team, that's what they're referring to. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I, I again, going back to the original point of the whole show, starting with Chris Sale, you're kind of at like uh, one and two thirds of a rotation. Like right now. Like, Bayo, that was a weird start for Bayo. Like, Bayo going four innings and 97 pitches, but not getting lit up. It was it was very odd. Like, let me pull up his line. Four yeah. innings, five hits, two walks, four strikeouts, but 97 pitches. Where the fuck are all those? Pi- like, it's not like he went four innings. 11 hits. Like, it's like, yeah, you're, you're pitching to a lot of batters, giving up a ton of hits. He gave up five hits. He only gave up one earned run. He only walked two guys. He only struck out four guys. So it's like the walks are not up. So it's like, yeah, you walk a bunch of guys, you're going to have a high pitch count. You hit, you give a bunch of hits, you're going to have a high pitch count. You strike out a lot of guys, that's going to drive out the pitch count. 97 pitches over four innings. But like, what about that start said this guy is out there laboring for 97 pitches? I, I think it's the Reds lineup, and we saw it against Paxton as well. Dude, they fucking make you work. It is no easy at bats. Like they're just following off pitch after pitch. And that's what Bayo went through. I think those first two walks were in the first inning, which, you know, he battled the bases were loaded or whatever it was. Kike's error as well extended that inning and made him have to face two more. Maybe you get another inning out of Bayo if Kike doesn't make that error. And we're saying, all right, you got five out of him. And that changes the whole bullpen for that night as well. Yeah. It was a big Gar- like bend, don't break outing for Bayo, mm-hmm. but I don't think you you take a step back and look at it and you're like, damn, like, hell yeah, that was a great start to to move the chains forward. Like, it wasn't like that. So when you look at the rotation right now, uh, Paxton and Bayo are kind of maybe in the same tier for or, or like like Bayo Bayo's legit, and then you've got Whitlock and pa- Paxton in the same tier. And I guess Corey Kluber is getting a start this weekend. We'll get to that in the stop and shop look ahead. But he hasn't even pitched out of the bullpen. No, he, he's been on paternity leave for the last couple of days. Yeah. 
it's just you start to realize like sale had become the one thing that wasn't a question mark anymore. Like May, he stepped up. He was an ace. There was no other way to put it. Look at the numbers. He was one of the best pitchers in baseball. Now you're like, all right, I like Brian Bayo, but what are you going to get? You know, Garrett Whitlock, we had one good start. Who knows? As the way things has gone for him this year, it's been up and down. Tanner Houck didn't look great last time out. And Paxson, three out of four of his starts have been good. All question marks. If Paxson goes down, would anyone be surprised? No. It's just that's it's such a thin line this team had to walk. Chris Sale was such a major piece of that. And yeah. and that's why you can't throw away some of the games you did. You're two games above 500. That makes me feel better because like, you know, you say you just win one game this weekend. You're not under 500. Mm. But, you know, we're sitting here and you're straddling. That's why winning a couple games here. And man, if you take two out of three here, you're like, all right, you know, three games above 500. Let's rock and roll. Like, you know, let's go into this Tampa Bay series and just figure it out. Now you're missing your best pitcher ahead of two of the biggest series you're going to have all year. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm looking at it now. Uh, Cora did not commit to Arroyo coming back this nope. weekend. Thursday said he's unsure if Arroyo will be activated this weekend. Ian Brown had that. And Yu Chang has had, they're hoping, you know, he's back into a game soon, but he had his rehab stalled as well. Or Arroyo wasn't stalled, but it seems like they want him to get a decent amount of bats before coming back. Yeah. <sighs> I would say the vibes are mediocre. They're not, I'm not down. Well, I'm not riding what? high. What pisses me off is the Blue Jays had such an awful May. Like they shit the bed this past month. This should have been a month where, you know, the Red Sox went 500. I think they went 13 and 13, right? This should have been a month where you got a couple games on the Blue Jays. And you were saying, all right, we're sitting in fourth place, you know, two or three games. We'll see how it goes. Instead, you're not. You're playing 500 baseball and you've been a little bit better than a 500 baseball team through two months. But if I told you before the year, this is where we were on June 1st, you'd be like, all right. It sucks being in last place in the AL East. Like, that's just the division. But we always said you want to hover around 500 or be a little bit better when Trevor Story comes back. That's where they are. Yeah, you got to get. But now you have to go a month and a half until then. And Chris Sale, we don't know what's going to happen. Did you also know that the Red Sox, based on strength of schedule, have played the most difficult schedule in the majors so to start the year so far? I did. I've thrown that in Maz's face quite a few times. Yeah, they have played the most difficult schedule to start the season of any big league team so far. I don't know where it lightens up because I know that the the gauntlet in August is still ahead. That was the part where I was like, at least give me six, seven games above 500 before we get to that part of the schedule. But where the fuck does it lighten up? Because now you've got four with Tampa this weekend, and then uh, you go to Yankee Stadium after that. Uh, no, so there there is a break between uh, Rays and Yankees, I believe. Here, uh, we're gonna get three against the Guardians, then okay, Yankees, hit. yeah, and then Rockies for three. That should be. You know, we said the same thing about the Red Series, though, right? You should clean up against them, but yeah. Seems like the Red Sox at times Reds, also play down. The Reds their deserve their respect, though. I'm not going to sit here and disrespect the Reds. Like they, they have. Uh, and if Ellie De La Cruz gets called up this weekend, which that's like the buzz right now, they're going to be a respectable baseball team. But yeah, you got Tampa for four this weekend. You have uh, Cleveland. You get the off day on Monday. Then Cleveland. You go to Cleveland for three. You go to the Bronx for three. You have the Rockies come here. Then the Yankee. You get the Yankees on back to back weekends. Uh, then you go to Minnesota for four. 
Like you should do okay there. I know that they're quote unquote in first place, but they're not a good baseball team. Uh, then the White Sox, you should mop the floor with them. The Marlins, they're okay. Like they have like a negative run differential, but they're still somehow winning baseball games. They got pounded by the Padres today. Uh, then you go to Toronto. Um, we still haven't played the A's yet. Those are gimme games. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, uh, I don't want to bank on a schedule that favors you later down the line, but like that gauntlet that I was talking about in August, it's, it's the Bronx for three Houston for four. The Dodgers come here for three. Then the Astros come here for three. So that's like a week and a half of, you know, get your shit together. I think the reality is for the Red Sox right now, if they're going to be able to get through this next stretch or these next couple of weeks, you're going to need the young guys to really step up. You know, like it's time. Chris Sale put you on their back on his back for the past month. He kept this rotation afloat while people got healthy, while guys got right, while every, you know everything fell into place for a lot of guys here. Bayo proving himself to stick. Tanner Houck proving himself to stick. Well, the old man, he's down. He's not going to be ready to go for a little bit. So Garrett Whitlock, let's go. Tanner Houck, let's go. Brian Bayo, James Paxson, hopefully you stay healthy and you keep giving us what you've been giving us. You but it's up to them. Old man. Yeah, he's 34. He's, an, he's older at this point. The, the veteran. I'm 34, bro. You are old, but in baseball life, you know, he's, you, you know you're not, you're not best, playing in the big leagues. I'm in the best shape of my life right now. Oh, I know I'm not playing in the big leagues. I was told that. Oh, by who? <clears throat> Whoa. <laughs> what? Would you like to comment who said that or no? Keep that to yourself? Um, this is a conversation that I had. Hmm. Is there any, uh, you know, I'm not going to say it because people will figure it out. Uh, <laughs> I was going to, I was going to compare something from tonight's game. Ah. Uh, but all I know is, you know, not many people have been compared to Manny Ramirez and Jared Carabas has been. That's a fact. That's a fact. Same swing as Manny. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I, no, I didn't play in the big leagues. <clears throat> Still time. Yeah, there is still time. I mean, there's guys my age that are playing in the big leagues right now, and they're, they're doing pretty well. Uh, Jake, Some would say I have the best chance out of everyone here to play in the big leagues. No, no one would say that. Uh, Jake, <laughs> would you like to tell the good folks at home about Blue Moon? That would be outstanding. Tell them, Jake. Beer is a tried and true baseball tradition, but Blue Moon is the only beer brewed by baseball. Blue Moon was born in a ballpark, first brewed at Coors Field in Denver, Colorado. Make it your one-of-a-kind baseball tradition, whether you're at the park or watching from home. If you've listened to the pod before, you know I like to pick sweeps. And there's nothing that goes better with a sweep than a nice cold blue moon. It's gotten to the point where I really can't even pick a sweep without having a blue moon. But unfortunately, Tyler does not have that luxury anymore as he's been blacklisted from picking sweeps. Every single time Tyler picks a sweep, the Red Sox get swept and everybody gets hurt. So for the good of the team, the good of the listeners, and really just the good of the general public... Tyler's banned for picking sweeps until further notice. But as for me, I'll keep picking my sweeps and I'll keep enjoying my Blue Moons. With its refreshing flavor with Valencia orange peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander, Blue Moon Belgian-style wheat ale is a -a one-of-a-kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full-flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. 
Blue Moon was brewed by baseball to give you a dose of nostalgia and get you excited for the new season. Why strike out with the same old beer when you can get something one of a kind? It's bold flavor, bright color, and iconic orange slice ritual guarantee a one of a kind beer experience perfect for spring weather. Best served with its signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful bright color, a beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you can enjoy it all season long. Keep baseball traditions alive with Blue Moon Belgian style wheat ale. It's one of a kind every time. Check out shop.bluemoonbrewingcompany.com for baseball merch and visit get.bluemoonbeer.com slash Jared to find Blue Moon delivery options. That's get.bluemoonbeer.com slash Jared. Blue Moon, made brighter. Celebrate responsibly Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado Ale. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you, Jake. Appreciate that a lot, as always. Um, hey, Pete. Hey, buddy. What are you doing? I'm just hanging out. Yeah. How are the uh, NHL playoffs going? Uh they're they're nearing uh nearing their conclusion. I'm quite excited about it. I was supposed to travel for the uh for the final, but I uh I'm I'm not doing that. So a little little, little bittersweet. Mm. Not a not a I don't love travel, but uh probably would like to be there. Is it is are we in the finals right now? Yeah, it starts starts Saturday. It is the Florida Panthers. Correct. Versus the connection to Boston. Uh, the that's gonna throw me off. There's no connection in my mind to Boston. Yes, no, there, there is. is. There is. There's a pretty strong connection, but one of the newer teams, the Las Vegas Golden Doodles. <laughs> yes, Correct. you nailed it. How is that a connection to Boston? Bruce, Bruce Cassidy, Cassidy. Now, ca- oh, now coaches the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh yes, 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 yes. My dad was saying that. Yeah, he was like, uh, he's like, I don't know. Like, do I want to see uh, the team that beat the Bruins win the cup or Bruce Cassidy kind of get his his sweet revenge? It's uh, there's a storyline for for both. Um, who are you rooting for, Peter? Uh, I'm just rooting for a good series. Unbiased oh, journalist. Come on. Come on. Um, Panthers. I think Panthers. Yeah, it's Why? like a, it's a cooler story. Uh, and also like that, that franchise kind of needs it. They've been this. Th- so this is the, before they beat the Bruins this year, or I, or I guess, uh, they were the best last team year. last year. They were president's cup last year. Yeah. They won the president's trophy, but then yeah. they won a playoff series. But last year it was the first time that they won a playoff series since 1996. Ooh. So like that team has been in the shitter for a long time. So they're like the Mariners. Yeah, but without the regular season success, because like the Panthers were dog shit in the regular season for a long time, too. And Some like the Mariners. Yeah, but like people, but like people from Seattle care about the Mariners. Yeah. The Panthers don't really do well in terms of attendance. It's like they've got have fans and stuff, but like cold weather, cold weather sport in a hot state is tough. Not if you're talking about the Vegas Golden Knights, they've oh, been the unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I mean, people are just drunk there. They're just like, ah, sports. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just like if you win, you'll you'll you people will come. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's I'm favorite for the season to be over though? Who's favored? Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. How much better? Like, give me like talk to me in baseball terms. Like, is it like uh, like if the Astros played the Mariners in the ALCS type disadvantage? Well, I mean, the, I don't, I can't talk to you in those terms because I don't know those <laughs> terms. <laughs> okay. just, all I'll say is that like Vegas, I th- it's going to be a good series. It's going to be a tight series. Okay. And, so like, uh, I feel like Jake can probably speak hockey and baseball at the same time. What is, what is this Stanley Cup final in baseball terms, Jake? I honestly haven't watched a second of hockey since the Bruins got knocked out. Okay. We're really like, we don't have a lot of overlap here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. it's like I'm we're a one trick to, pony. We're trying to like speak to each other, but we all speak three different languages. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be, it'll be a good series. I mean, well, I'll definitely get tweets about it though. People will be like, oh, Jared, like I watch both sports. Like it's kind of like, you know, the fucking Dodgers playing the Blue Jays. I don't know. Nobody's the Dodgers, though. Like, can't. Doesn't Vegas go to the finals like every fucking year? It's their second time in six years, but like they missed the playoffs last year. They're like the old Nationals before the Nationals started sucking. We'll call them the Bryce Harper era Nationals. Okay. It's, it's weird because Vegas finishes the top team in the Western Conference this year, but nobody picked them to go to the finals, basically. Got it. Is Phil Kessel on that team? Sure is. Is he, he really? He, yeah, but he doesn't play. Oh. They hate it's, him. No, they don't hate him. He's just... Yeah, actually, Bruce Cassidy probably hates him. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, the only thing I know Phil Kessel for is he played for the Bruins and he was the last pick in the All-Star game. That's right. And then he got a free car because of it. Yeah. Good for him. He's ugly. He's ugly as fuck. He looks like... Uh, he looks like... Um, have you ever seen Paul McCartney's son? No. Oh, Google Google it. Go, right now, Pete. Google oh, my Paul God. McCart- Google Paul... He kind of looks like Tyler. Look at Paul McCartney's Whoa. son. Yeah, look wow. at Google Paul McCartney's son and tell me that's not Phil Kessel. I want to be- hear a funny joke. Go ahead. What do you call a dog with wings? Bullet. <laughs> 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 was that the joke no oh no. Shots <laughs> no what do you call a dog with wings uh i don't know Bring linda mccartney oh. do you think linda mccartney looks like a dog i've i've been told i don't know what linda linda mccartney looks like but i've been told she's very ugly and so my uh, joke was funnier I don't know. I think that joke is pretty funny. Even not knowing you don't even what, know what she looks McCart- like. I know, but the just like dog with wings, it mm. works. Did you Google Paul McCartney's son? No, I didn't. What's Do it his right name? now. I don't know. Just Google Paul McCartney's son. I is he know. uglier than? Uh, he looks like, like Phil Kessel. Okay. Oh my uh, god, he looks like me. He looks like oh, Tyler. This. He looks like Tyler and Phil Kessel. This is what I. All right, I hate to say it. A lot of people haven't seen me with a beard. This is what I look like without a beard. Oh shit. Oh. Yeah, what? it's I'm he chinless. Look, he he looks exactly like Phil Kessel. <laughs> yeah, That's he hilarious. does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays music. Well, no, <laughs> no. He That's doesn't. a. I guess I never really realized how how like ugly Paul McCartney is. <laughs> Paul McCartney was a stud. Yeah, back in the day, but he's got like weird facial features. 
Let's see what Linda McCartney looks like. Yeah, she wasn't. She didn't well, look as much of like a dog as you seem to describe. Being. Yeah, no. Yeah, she she's. Yeah, uh, that's why I didn't get it. That's not a great picture of her. Huh? Is Paul alive? Yes, Linda's not. R.I.P. Yeah, Linda right. McCartney has some very masculine features. I feel like she was she was not unattractive. I mean the the whole uh, George Harrison and uh, Eric Clapton saga. That's that that's was some, hilarious. That's some crazy shit. Yeah. Tyler has no idea. No idea. None. Yeah. George Harrison so, was his married wife. to Patty Boyd. Uh, you know the uh, the song um wonderful I, I, tonight no i couldn't tell you one beatles song oh this it's not a fucking that's a song you asked the clapton song yeah, oh, sorry. you definitely know this song you definitely know this song i found out about paul mccartney when um what was that track with rihanna and kanye four or five seconds no, Shut up. Didn't. you know this song oh yeah yeah you know that song that's about patty boyd who is george harrison's wife who eric clapton cucked George Harrison and then married Patty Boyd and then invited George Harrison to the wedding and he went he was like ah, I'm happy for him <laughs> wow <laughs> they were like best friends or like yeah, very good friends, friends. Yeah. no they were best friends and uh, just stole stole that man's wife yeah and then invited him to the wedding yeah and uh, his reaction was just like what are you gonna do yeah the what, am, gonna do, no? what am I gonna lose my wife and my best friend <laughs> yeah Mm-hmm. Patty boy, I, I I aspire to have that that level of zen at any point in my life. Just be like, you know what? She'd be like, yeah. What are you gonna do? As long as you guys Tough are one. happy. Yeah. As long as you guys are happy. <laughs> Whatever. But you know that song, right, Tyler? It sounds familiar. Uh, what do you want from me? You want me to lie to you? Competence. Oh, I'll be honest, Patty Boyd. Quite quite a looker. Yeah. Can't really, can't really blame Clapton too much for uh, for pulling the heist on that one. You don't know the song, Tyler. No. I hate you for that. I'm, I'm sorry. What year did that come out? It doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, it's a timeless song. Timeless I, I'm song. more. I'm new age. I like new things. I like. I like new age. I I like fucking little Dreezy. Who's, who's like your who's your like your your hottest artist right now? He just like, says he just says these sense? artists that we've never heard of like, before. Go ahead. Who's your like who's your favorite who's your favorite musician going right now? Uh that's kind of modern that I'm feeling the most. Um very I've been very heavy into Yachty stuff recently. His last project I thought was so like experimental and, Oh, like, Lil Yachty? Yes. Like Did he drop the Lil? Is he a grown Yachty yet? No. At this point, no, he still goes by Lil Yachty, but as these guys go through, you know, you don't use the Lil as much. He's been in the game for a while. Um, Jack Harlow's newest pro- Jack Harlow's newest project, I've been bumping a ton. Very impressed. I thought he went away from kind of the pop sound with this project, which I appreciated. It's more bars. A lot of like that old school Kanye Where soul. Like, why do you keep I love, the I love, projects? I, that's what I was just going to say. I love that he's Home trying Depot? to sound extra sophisticated. No, but like, you're asking me like what I'm listening to recently. Like I've been listening to the stuff that's been coming out. Like Just say an album. Stuff. Yeah, it's an um, album. This is his latest project. Yeah. Guy, uh, guy built a birdhouse. Well, Yachty's <laughs> wasn't an album. It was like a three song EP where he dropped Strike and everything. I'm like, I, I don't know. That's one of my favorite songs. Um. But I like project. I hate you guys. I love this film. You guys. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I'm always great. like, I'm a big Still Mac Miller guy. It's a film. It's great cinema. <laughs> it is great cinema. You know what? Fuck you. Fuck all of you. Just Let me pull up my my Apple playlist. I don't. No one's saying I suck right now. They're cheering me. No one's cheering you. Use Apple Music. I do use Apple Music. He uses Napster probably. <laughs> he has no idea what Napster is. I do know you what know? Napster is. Do you know what LimeWire is? I did. I ruined multiple computers at a young age. <laughs> okay. But I don't know. Like I listen, like Kanye is always in rotation for me. He's probably my number one artist of all time. I feel like that'll get you canceled. Real yeah. Well, Jesus well, Christ. No, come on. Anybody else. No. All time Kanye's classics. Like at this point, yeah, he, he's canceled himself. But you got to recognize greatness for music wise. It, it was some oh, of the greatest music oh. that's ever been released. Like saying that's like saying like, oh, you got to recognize that Chapman can throw 105. No, you don't. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy is the greatest rap album of all time. I, I it's not even a conversation. I'd be like, fuck that guy. Pete, you do agree? I do agree with that. Day. Okay, thank you. Life of Pablo's like graduating 2016. That project is like locked into me. But you know, I agree. He, he's canceled himself. I'm not denying mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Always what have Mike about- Stud in rotation. He's been oh on since going back to 2012. Good friend. We can uh, get him on the podcast. I would love that. Yeah. Uh, you know, goes by Mike, Mike now, now, but yeah. yeah, always loved his stuff. And then yeah, some Central C mixed in there. A lot of we Mac Miller. get him on right now. <laughs> I love I Mike Stud. I don't know. I don't know what time zone he's in right now, but uh, yeah, he actually he said he wanted to come on and talk baseball. He he was like a freak athlete at Duke. Yeah, you guys overlap too with the Christian Yelich friendship. I know he's had him on his podcast like and two or three times. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. And Strowman. Well, he was teammates with Strowman. Yeah, Strowman hopped on. What was the name of that track? All those uh, spotlight these, or whatever. These days. It was. Yeah, these days. You're right. Yeah. Didn't Strowman just uh, trash, uh, what's his name, uh, Anthony Dave, Bass? Dave yep. Bass. 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 That was very funny. Songs mm. All timer right there. Yeah. You know the song, Pete? No. You don't know the song? Oh, <laughs> dude. It's a good song. I'm like the opposite of Tyler in that I don't listen to a lot of other beer stuff. East, but fuck it. I can't leave though. Oh, Tyler, please stop. I got bars, bro. I fucked three times before the day. Peace of cake. Yeah, yeah, I can't. You fuck never. I'm sorry. Excuse me? I pipe. No. Oh, God. I lay dick down. No. Oh, my You deserve all that. You happy with yourself? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Marcus Stroman's in the music video. Yeah. They had, uh, it was a, I don't even remember. It was like uh, driving around in the car. They were in the house. They had like chicken nuggets all over the table. I don't know why I remember the, the chicken nuggets, but there, there was a lot of McDonald's on the table. Yeah. He's a Rhode Island guy. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Mike Stud, formerly Mike Stud. Now it's just Mike. Um. You know anything about Max? Tell me more. Yeah, it's a new streaming service. And uh, Pete, I feel like this is up your alley. Oh, yeah. It's called Max Max Streaming Service. With everything on HBO Max, including HBO, the DC Universe, Adult Swim, together with TLC, Discovery, Food Network, and more, Max really has some of the best content out there 
And there's literally something for everyone in your household. Max is where we all win. Uh, subscription required. Visit max.com to get your subscription today. Uh, what's on HBO Max, Pete? I feel like you definitely know. It's a big HBO. week for Max, man. It was wow, what's Succession, up? Uh, Barry, both those series ended. Would I like Succession? I feel like I would. Yeah, probably. Who? Yeah, uh, it's like, it's, it's, it's one of those series that like, you, you may not understand everything that's going on all the time. Cause it's like very, there's a lot of business lingo. Like a lot of the times I was just like, I don't know what's going on here, but like, it's, it's very, very good. The characters are amazing. What's the one where Sydney Sweeney's boobs are in it? That's euphoria. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a different show. Yeah. And then the, I think, uh, the weekends new show, the icon is on max now, but apparently the reviews are terrible. Okay. But it's like basically porn. You'd probably like it. (laughs) Uh, succession. Is there a character in that show by the name of like Ash or like Ashtray or something like that? Nope. That's, that's Euphoria. Uh, that's Euphoria. That's Euphoria? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to watch Euphoria. Where can I watch that? That's on Max. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's go. Max.com. Get your subscription. Uh, okay. Do you think... All right. In your personal opinion, you know me well. Do you think I would like Succession or Euphoria? Euphoria. Take the boobs out of it. Storyline. There's a lot of boobs, Jared. You've seen Euphoria? I've seen a good port. I've seen the first season. I haven't seen. I haven't caught up all the way through. Okay. I just saw like a five minute clip of like one of the season finales of Euphoria. No, Euphoria Euphoria is definitely a worse show, but it does. It is like it does grab your attention and kind of like hold it. You you think that I would or would not like Succession? I think you would like both of them. I think you would like Euphoria. I think Euphoria is tailored to your interests a bit more. You like Spider-Man, right? Yeah. You like Zendaya? I don't know who that is. I didn't see the new Spider-Man. So you're not even a real Spider-Man fan. No, I'm a big Spider-Man fan. Zendaya is in Euphoria. Yeah. I only know who Zendaya is because... uh, Is that a boy or a girl? It's a girl? It's a boy. Yes. A woman. That's a woman. Good call, Tyler. Well, she, she was in Boston with another famous person. Tom Holland, her boyfriend. Oh, Spider Man. <laughs> He's Spider Man. Yeah. Okay. So they were in Boston last year, like right around where they I like lived. They basically like live nuts. in Boston. They are here all the time. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So that's how I know her is because everyone was freaking out that they were like in the neighborhood. Yeah. They were for like the entire summer. They were in Boston. It's crazy. Okay. Well, I haven't seen I haven't seen the new Spider Man men movies, <laughs> but maybe this maybe this offseason I'm going to sign up for a subscription for Max. And I will check out Euphoria. Dude, just watch everything on HBO. HBO is fucking awesome. Yeah. You'll have this to make highest, me a list. Well, this, is a, this is a baseball tie, and it says, like, the highest batting average of any fucking TV station on, or a channel. More than AMC? Yes. Ooh. Mm. That's because a lot of AMC's hits are done. Yeah. Huh? AMC is washed. <laughs> nah. Don't they have AMC, no, call like, Saul? No. AMC has like not the best batting average, but they all they have the longest home runs. Like uh, they they're, hit like, like, they're like they're like 900 foot mammoth blasts that you're like that you'll remember forever. They're Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber's hitting like yeah. 166, but he's on pace to hit 39 home runs. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty correct. Then. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're AMC is the Kyle Schwarber slash Joey Gallo of stations. HBO is like Ichiro. HBO just has a lot of singles. 
No, it's like the batting average is very high, but like they also hit home runs. So they're so like, like they're like Judgy, my guy Judgy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They're like they're like Barry Judge. Bonds. Well, that's just like they have the greatest shows of all. I time. mean, HBO is the greatest TV station to exist. Yeah, yeah. And it's not very close. That's that's a that's a fair and objectively true take. Do you want to look ahead? Let's do it. Stop a chop, oh. look ahead. I'm sorry. Wow. This was worth it. Mm-hmm. Are you going to give me a chance to prove it was worth it? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, dude. I just want to give some love to Nick Pavetta. Ten of the third innings out of the bullpen so far. Three earned runs. He hasn't walked a single guy. We gave Nick Pavetta a lot of shit. He's gone to the bullpen. He's bought in. That's it. I'm sorry. And shout out Justin Garza. He's been pretty good, too, out of the bullpen. I told to you it was important the, to stop the look Jake. ahead and then to hype it up by saying it was worth it and then following it up with that. Jake. Pavetta pitched big innings. Jake. Jake, do we have do I do we do like a segment towards the end of the show where you think that would have fit? Like, do I do like the thing where I'm like, hey, any final thoughts? And then you like someone says like one or two like brief sentences to just like acknowledge that like, do we do something like that on the show? Yeah, that would have been perfect for final thoughts. Mm-hmm. I have something else for that, though. Well, it better be fucking good at this point, Tyler. <sighs> it better you, blow Pete. my socks off. It's going to blow your cock off. Mid stop and chop look ahead to be like, I, I like Dick Pavetta. I, <laughs> I don't sound like that. Dick Pavetta's been pretty good. I like Dick Pavetta. I fuck. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I lay dick. Yeah, I lay pipe. Oh man, I lay dick. Everyone has everyone has an off series. This is it for Tyler. I mean, from from <laughs> blowing that prediction to just throwing up a huge st- like. If you were a third base coach, like I'm about to score from second base, <laughs> and like the center fielder is still fumbling around in the triangle with the ball, and you're just like, stop, stop, stop. That's what you just did as a third base coach. Just the worst non-send of all time. Listen, I'm not perfect, but every day I'm going to every fifth day, I'm going to go take the mound and I'm going to do my best to put my team in a position to win. Um, didn't do that tonight. And, uh, you know, no, you I'll move forward and I'll work over the next couple of days. And hopefully uh, next time out, I can give the team what they need. Suck on it. All right. Stop and chop. Look ahead. Brought to you by Stop and Chop. Head on down to Stop and Shop and use the promo code Section 10 at the register to get 10 cents off each tangerine when you buy at least five pounds of tangerines. It's a four-game series against the Tampa Bay Rays. Garrett Whitlock versus Tyler Glasnow, my boyfriend. Uh, That's going to be a great, great game. I'm very excited for uh, that game. I'm excited to see Tyler. Uh, Glasnow, that is. <laughs> um, very excited. That's funny. Pitch. What? That's not what? funny. What? What? Is he your favorite Tyler? Yeah. <laughs> he would don't never, cut that out, Jake. He, I want people to hear that. He would never. He would never just fucking stop the stop and shop look at. I know he would. Pete, Pete, do you have a favorite Tyler? Yeah. The creator. Yeah, that's a good that's a good pick too. Jake, Jake, am I your favorite Tyler? Tyler Sagan, maybe? I'd probably go Sagan over you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
<sighs> Continue. Uh, Jake is going to get to meet uh, Tyler Glasnow this weekend. Yeah, I think we're going to do an interview on Sunday. A little, little Sunday morning with Tyler. Glasnow, that is. Uh, first game of the doubleheader. That's a 110 start. Tanner Houck versus Josh Fleming. Uh, they have not named a starter for game two, but the Red Sox are sending the corpse of Corey Kluber to the mound. That's a 610 game. That always confused me. Why wouldn't you just have it at, at seven? I don't get that. A, a 610, whatever. Whatever. Uh, the series finale will be Brian Bayo versus Taj Bradley, who's a fucking filth factory that's gonna be fun to watch two young studs going head to head in the finale that's a 135 game uh the red sox are 15 and 13 at home this year with a plus 11 run differential um they are 0 and 4 against the rays they were outscored 26 to 12 in that series rays first team to 40 wins this year tyler glasnow coming off an oblique injury that cost him nearly the first two months of the season uh, he is now set to make his second start of the season. His first matchup was against the Doyers. Uh, he got touched up a little bit. Velo in his first start was right about where we remember him. Uh, 96 and a half miles an hour with the four seam. Um, he got 17 whiffs in his season debut on only 83 pitches. 17 whiffs on 38 swings was good for 45%. He got six on the four seam and curveball and five on the slider. Um, he has a career 383 ERA and eight starts against the Red Sox. Red Sox hitters 208 with a 551 OPS against him. Christian Arroyo has a double and a home run, but he will not be here. Uh, Rafael Devers, six for 17 with a walk and eight strikeouts, 742 OPS. Fine. Uh, Josh Fleming, three and one, 462 ERA, a 144 whip, 4.4 strikeouts per nine. That's nearly impossible. Uh, a 587 FIP. That's pretty bad in 48 and two thirds innings. Career, 486 ERA, 467 FIP. Um, he's made three starts this year and eight relief appearances. He's used mostly as an opener. Um, but he's also come in before the third inning on six of his eight relief appearances. He's thrown more than three innings in every game this year. Last start, got all his tits lit. This was six innings, 12 hits, 10 runs, eight earned three strikeouts, and five home runs. Five his last time out. Uh, his baseball savant page is just all dark, dark blue. Not good. He's a soft-throwing lefty. That's that's usually the MO of a team that the Red Sox, or pitcher that the Red Sox can handle. His main three pitches, sinker change curve. Um, he pitched innings three through six against the Red Sox earlier this year. Four innings, one hit, zero earned runs, no walks, and five strikeouts in a game that the Rays won one to nothing. I believe that was the uh, Brandon Lau homer off of uh, Martin. Rays are seven and four when he starts, including somehow winning his last start. That's fucking ridiculous. That was that Dodger game. Uh, Red Sox hitters, 364 batting average with a 914 OPS against them. Devers, eight for 16 with a double and a homer. Uh, the other homers belong to Bobby Dahlbeck and Christian Royal, so that does us no good. Taj Bradley, three and two, a three sixty ERA, a one oh seven WHIP, twelve point six strikeouts per nine. He's a rookie right hander. If you haven't seen him, you're going to enjoy it. He's very very good, or maybe you're not going to enjoy it, obviously because you're a Red Sox fan. But he's very very good. Uh, two eighty two FIP through his first six starts. He's averaging five innings per start, though. 
He's yet to get through six complete innings and has only reached the sixth inning twice. Uh, seems to be on a pitch count, though. That's not like a, a inefficiency type thing. He's averaging 83 pitches per start. Um, his first career start was against the Red Sox. Five innings, five hits, three earned runs, one walk, eight strikeouts. Maybe you remember that. Maybe you do not. Uh, he's in the 94th percentile for strikeout rate and walk rate, which is a deadly combo. Four seam. It's hard. 96 miles an hour, but he does get touched a little bit with that. 283 batting average, 453 slug. The Rays are 3-3 three and three when he pitches. They are 3-0 and oh when he gets more than two runs of support. Hmm. Red Sox hitters, 5 for 19, two doubles. Uh, Verdugo and Kike have the doubles. Uh, Garrett Whitlock, 2-2, two two, a 514 ERA, a 119 whip, and a 6.4 strikeouts per nine. This is his second start since coming off the injured list. His first one was against the D-backs. Five innings, three hits, one earned run, no walks, four strikeouts with a homer. He had four, uh, eight swings and misses in the game and five on the changeup. Uh, seems to be a full go, no limitations, 92 pitches in his first game back. The Red Sox hate scoring for him for some reason. They've scored two runs three times and four runs once in his four starts. Only has three walks in 21 innings this year. That's pretty good. Red Sox are 2-2 two and two when he starts. Rays hitters, 273 with an 807 OPS against him. Randy Rosarena, 0 for 8. Three strikeouts against Gary Woodlock. Corey Kluber. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Red Sox are 3-6 and six when he starts. Rays hitters, 241. Okay, 704. But that, that's, I mean, that means nothing to me. Brandon Lau, 0 for 5 with five strikeouts against Corey Kluber. Uh, Tanner Houck. Three and four, a 530 ERA, a 127 whip, and an 8.5 strikeouts per nine. His slider percentage has gone up each of his last five starts, peaking at 42% his last time out. His four seam, it's also back. He used it in 27% of the time. His last start, his second most uh, of the season behind his second start of the year. He's been averaging 6% usage in his previous five starts. Uh, the two home runs he did allow were off the four seamer. On the bright side, in his last start, uh, the first start all year without walking a batter. We love to see that. That start was also the first time he did not complete six innings in a single start in all of May. Five total starts. Red Sox are five and five when he pitches, and they have lost four straight. Um, Rays hitters, 240 with a 711 OPS, two homers. Uh, both of those homers belong to Wander Franco. He's three for six with a couple bombs. Rest of the team, though, Three for 19 with seven strikeouts. Brian Bale, three and three with a 389 ERA. Pretty good. 147 whip, 9.4 strikeouts per nine. Uh, 267 ERA and five starts in 27 innings in the month of May. Um, He is using his four seam over his sinker now. Uh, 33 versus 16%. For most of the season, his sinker. Um, and the four seam were averaging 60% usage. His last two starts, it's been around 50% lower in his last start. The slider is seeing a bump too, nearing 30% his last time out, second most usage of the year. Uh, the slider was so bad in April, but we've seen some improvement with the slider in the month of May. Uh, opponents were hitting 600 against the slider in April with a thousand slugging. Um, now it's a 278 batting average with a 500 slugging. So I mean, the 500 is still not great, but drastic improvement from April to May with the slider. The Red Sox are 5-3 and three when Bayo starts. They have lost his last two 
despite the fact that he's only allowed three earned runs in 11 innings pitched. The Rays hitters, 10 for 28, five doubles. Uh, Yandy Diaz is three for four with two of those doubles. Okay. Um, Again, that is Garrett Whitlock versus Tyler Glasnow, Tanner Houck versus Josh Fleming, Corey Kluber versus We Don't Know Yet, and Brian Bayo versus Taj Bradley. Red Sox versus Rays this weekend. Four-game set. Uh, prediction time. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Pete first. We got Pete. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a split, 2-2 split. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take that. Um, Jake, what do you think about this series? I got the Red Sox sweeping this one. You got the Red Sox sweeping in four? In four. Four games sweep of the Tampa Bay Rays. What, Tyler? Jake can still call sweeps, but I can't. Yes. Dumbest Sounds thing I've ever heard. Why is that dumb? Run of the mill sweep. Yeah. Uh, why, why do I hold the accountability, but Jake doesn't? Because when Jake picks sweeps, sometimes the Red Sox sweep. Every time that you pick a sweep, the Red Sox lose. But Jake's picked a lot more sweeps than I have overall. I'll simplify it. Uh, you suck. Jake rocks. Yeah. Jake sucks. I rock. Nope. That's not what I said. Yeah. That's, that's what I heard. Nope. You suck. Jake rocks. It's going to be all over the Reddit tomorrow. Shout out to the Section 10 Reddit. They're doing it big over there. A lot of funny threads. A lot of funny threads. We love the Section 10 Reddit. Good people. Uh, somebody said uh, earlier this week that I had the most handsome 20 minutes in podcast history. So mm-hmm. shout out to that person. Yeah. Yeah. The Reddit loves you, Pete. They it's love mutual. Pete. It's they love Jake. They love Coley. Tyler. They are, I would say, I'd say they're Luke indifferent, Warren. but uh, they kind of like Pat. They're in, uh, yeah. Pat, it can go with the, the breeze sometimes. And I think that they're, they're slowly but surely becoming the Milliken militia over there. They do love Tyler. But they... Not they, if I have anything to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> Pete just has like 30 <laughs> Reddit accounts. Some burners. I was called a man-child on there. Well, that's true. They're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have a prediction, Tyler? Yeah, I'm going to go split as well. Uh, I'm going to end up right in that camp. Fuck you, Jared. You bitch when I, I went anything. the other way. I didn't way. say anything. I didn't you say rolled anything. your stupid eyes. I, didn't I hope say you anything. get stuck like that. I didn't say anything. Jake, did I'm I gonna say ch- anything? I'm going to change, change my answer to the Red Sox win one out of four because <laughs> I can't be in the same camp as Tyler. And <laughs> wow. him, picking, him picking a split now gives me bad vibes. And now I'm taking a win away from the Red Sox. Okay. One, uh, out, of, one out of four. Okay. Uh, I'm going to explain why. I think the offense actually shows up this series and mm-hmm. then the pitching doesn't show up. But if the Red Sox are going to make a statement, it's on the young starters right now. Mm-hmm. Bayo, Whitlock, Houck, go make a statement. Corey Kluber, good fucking luck. I wouldn't be surprised if whoever does come up tomorrow, they probably try to pair with Kluber to get through that start in some kind of way. Just because I, I have a hard time believing they're expecting Kluber to go five innings or anything even like that. Probably mm-hmm. an opener type situation and hope for the best. Hmm. Um. Hmm. I'm going three out of four. Socks. Socks. I think they lose the Kluber game. I think they get bullpen to death that day or that night. It's a doubleheader. Um, 
like I said, Tyler, Tyler Glasnow wasn't perfect his first time back. He's still trying to get his footing. I think Garrett Whitlock is progressing and they don't have great numbers against Whitlock. So I, maybe they, they win the first one. Josh Fleming kind of stinks. Tanner Houck is coming off a bad-ish one. So he rebounds. That's two wins. Kluber, loss. And then Bayo versus Bradley. I mean, Bayo... Bayo's been good. Even when he goes four, it's still good. Um, I'm just kind of like questioning what the bullpen is going to look like by Sunday. And I don't... Even tomorrow. They're they're bad shape tomorrow. They're thin. They're thin. Um, so... Pete's going one out of four. Tyler's going split. Jake's going sweep. And I'm going to go three out of four. One of us will be right. The only way we lose is if they get swept. Yeah. What could go wrong? Yeah. Which is entirely possible because that is exactly what happened the last time that they played the Tampa Bay Rays in a four game series. So. That's that. The only way that we one of us can be wrong is if the Red Sox gets swept again by the Rays. Hey, may the odds be ever in your favor, gentlemen. But I hope Jake is right. I hope Jake is right. Um, hey, Tyler, any final thoughts? Do you actually want to hear them? Or are you going to mock yeah, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I want to hear them. Shout out to Nick York. I know people have been asking for a little bit more prospect talk lately. Absolutely having a huge, you know, first kind of look at double A this year after a down year last year dealing with some injuries. Got his batting average up to 300. The OPS is over 900. Has six homers in 41 games. I think for anyone who was hoping Nick York would get back on top 100 list this year, so far he's doing just that. It's a 15% walk rate in double A. First time, 21 years old, watching him and Marcel Meyer now play up the middle together every day. There's a lot of fun baseball in Portland. I will be up there soon because I need to see it. You're going to go to a game in Portland, Portland before you go to Fenway. Fenway with me. I will go to Fenway. But I, I do want to go to a Sea Dogs game because I've never been. I've never. I would. Can I come with you? I love can I this. Come with you? Portland yes. is my favorite. Jake, do you want to come? Yeah, I'm down. Bro trip. Say it. Bro trip. You suck on it. Uh, Pete, any final thoughts? Uh, n- no, I just I'd like to go to a baseball game with you fellas. Yeah, let's go to a baseball game. I mean, I, I would love to. I'd love to go to a, like a Friday night game with you, Pete, where I Uber in so that we can just get after it. Hell yeah. Like often like it's got to be like a Saturday. Like I wish the weather was better this weekend. It's supposed to be like rainy and shitty on Saturday. So, yeah, we need like a. I hate four o'clock games because I feel like too irresponsible getting drunk at 4 p.m. on a Saturday. Like it's got to be it's like a, a marathon, man. Yeah. But like I'm on the field before the game on a Friday. It's like you're like working. Like I, I just want to go as a fan, not go on the field before the game. That's why I'm like, oh, why doesn't Jared wear Red Sox stuff to the game? It's like because I'm on the fucking field for batting practice before the game. I can't be like lining up for the fucking national anthem out there with a Red Sox jersey on. But when I do, when I go as a fan, which is often, it's it's rare. It's rare that I get to like just go. Like, even on Sunday, like, I'm going to the game with my dad, but we're doing the Glasnow interview before the game. So it's like, I got to fucking, I can't, I can't, like, rock a jersey. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, you know what? To, to all the people that get on me for not wearing Red Sox stuff to the games, maybe I'll have my dad bring a jersey on Sunday and I'll fucking wear a wear. Nike Tech. I have, I have the yellow City Connect jersey. 
I also got one of those. Yeah. Let's do matchies. Yeah, let's matchy. Down for that. Jake's takes? I just hope Paul McCartney's son doesn't catch wind of this episode because he got roasted. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, too. We've, we've upset far too many people this year unintentionally. We don't need to upset more people and have them fucking crap yeah. about it after. Tough one. Mm-hmm. Wasn't, wasn't super kind to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Although you- I did... I did I did like and also somewhat dislike that you were like, yeah, that guy's fucking ugly. <laughs> he looks like Phil Kessel and Tyler. <laughs> I was like, God damn, dude. Well, at least Tyler's here. That usually tends to be the issue. Is That's the worst get- part of it. That's me. Why? Why? No, no, no. You're here. You're here. To- yeah. He's sleeping right now. He, he's doing whatever. I just got called ugly at midnight. Tyler, I don't think you're ugly. I don't Thank think you, you're Pete. ugly. I don't think you're Fuck ugly. Fuck you, Todd. Jared. I didn't say you were ugly. You I did said say pa- I was ugly. I said Paul McCartney. Jake, you, did I say You didn't ta- say he was ugly, but you said, you said he looked like an ugly guy. I said he looked like someone that's ugly, but I didn't say that Tyler was ugly. <laughs> How often do you say someone looks like someone who's ugly and you mean they look good? Jake, did I say Tyler looked ugly? <laughs> no, Tyler misinterpreted that whole thing. Thank you. I said that Paul McCartney's son looks ugly. I didn't say that you look ugly. And the podcast. <laughs> All right. Go Sox. If you're at Fenway this weekend, uh, I would say come say hi to me and Tyler, but he doesn't want to fucking go to any of the games with me. So go uh, fuck yourself. It'll just be me and Jake on Sunday and uh, I'll be there Friday pregame. So, you know, if you see me, say hi. And I'll be like, hey, we'll all just we'll all have a big old hug and talk about how we wish Tyler was at the Photoshop game. me in. Okay. Yeah, we will. All right. See you on Photoshop pictures of Paul McCartney's son. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 okay, Buenas noches, amigos. Is it Whitlock tomorrow? We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll fucking get to it, dude. dude Sorry, I'm depressed. The last segment. Figure it out. Don't pout. Fuck off. Don't. Don't pout. start with me tonight. Don't. Do not don't fucking pout. start with me. Do fuck not. you. Shut the fuck don't, up. Don't pout. Start the fucking podcast. You're Jared. pouting. You're pouting. I'm not, listen, I'm not starting until you don't. Until you stop pouting. Let's I'll have a jolly time. Let's have a jolly time. All right. Let's see a smile. <laughs> Start it.